Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hey, good evening, everyone. This is David Salvani, your host for Take2Radio Soaps and Review, and I, hopefully, my friend, our friend Pam will be joining us soon, and with me, I have Anthony. I have Will hey, and hey, I hey. have Carolyn. Is that you? Hi, everybody. I'm I missed here. y'all. I'm here. And hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so we are missing we are our doing, Candace. We are missing our Candace girls. So we're doing a special She's Tuesday show. Yes, co-hosts, um, uh, indulge me. I have a mini vacation and a convention coming up in the, in the next couple of weeks. So I won't be on the next show, and I wouldn't be available for Thursday. So I just want to say, while we're live and on air, thank you, thank you, thank you, co-hosts. You're welcome. You're very welcome to do that. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't wait to get into it tonight. There is so much going on. I know there is. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we're going to start out. Carolyn, I just want to check in with you. Yes. It feels like it sweeps month all over again. I want to know how you're feeling right now. I'm a little anxious. uh, What's going on over there, Anthony, with the storm? It's looking like we're only going to get the tail of it. Um, And it really needs to stay that way because I don't want flight delays. (laughs) Everything yeah, you're, is getting, you're getting the tail. Uh, you're getting the tail, and it's heading right there, right here to Tampa. So, <laughs> and so got the sand, yeah, got the sand, sandbags, you know, sandbags, getting all uh, prepared. Yeah, we well, got we, we, are... we got some weather over here too, but we're doing good. It's just, it's like what you said. It's kind of like the end of it. Basically, it's just like little. It starts and then it stops, but luckily, it's not anything too heavy. Oh, Will we re- refresh us? Where are you? I'm in New Braunfels. Well, we are, yeah. of course, keeping our fingers crossed. You know, the um, National Weather Service predicts this to be, you know, a high-intensity hurricane year. And this is just the beginning. So, you know, yeah, all of they, you out there they warned who... Us what we hear, they warned us what we hear today. They, we warned that uh, we got two, two weeks straight of rain coming up and uh, just to be prepared for anything just in case anything does happen. So, yeah, they, they've given us our warning over here. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How's, um, how's the heat up, in, up where you are, David? Uh, um, 
It's um, it's sticky. It's like um, high 80s right now. Even after I can't that storm we had. Yeah, I can't believe some of the temperatures that we're you know we're seeing around the country. Uh, it's but you know there's no global warming. That's all. That's 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 all yeah. fake news. Yeah, we got it's 74 here. It's uh, sunny. Carolyn, <laughs> our queen, did you bring our list of of predictions? <laughs> yes, I did, but my handwriting's horrible. I can't even read it. But oh, you can't read your own handwriting. <laughs> Candace, is that you, my love? Struggle through. Yes, it's me. Hi, honey. Hi, Candace. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. What's the July, Candace? Hey, hey. Did you did you barbecue or did you go out with friends or anything or did you just stay home? I actually I actually stayed home. Um, so I kind of had like a quiet Fourth of July. Yeah. Well, we we had we. We went to my younger sister's house and we did uh we did the barbecue thing, we did uh s'mores, a cozy fire and the fireworks. Oh, and jalapeno bombers. <laughs> nice. We did we did indoor hamburger grilling <laughs> on the Oh, that was fun. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been on and off raining and you know, when you don't bet, we don't, you don't want to barbecue when there's that much humidity yeah. in the air because the yeah. smoke just hangs and, yeah. I can imagine. Down oh, my gosh. Do you guys stay safe? Down here in Florida, we had tacos, guacamole, and margaritas. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Whoa. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone save a cream sickle for me, Carolyn. <laughs> Well, it's waiting, David. I'm, I might have to put it in the freezer. <laughs> everybody, I can't believe you everybody. went on vacation and you didn't have one. Well, I went. So I went what? north. I didn't go oh. south. <laughs> so what are you going to New York? About... I'm sorry. Go ahead, William, and I'll go. Okay. You know, it was just something important because I know we're all talking about food right now. Just be really, really careful. There's a call right now for recalls on meat, and I need for anyone else to get sick. Yep. There's a big thing going on, here, especially here. A lot of recalls of meat is making people sick, so just be careful where you yep. shop because they're not going to tell you because they, 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 get, they lose customers at, uh, by telling the truth. So you've you got to be really careful what you're buying at the stores these days. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Especially for folks that use their grocery shopping services a lot, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What, what we're doing, what we're doing here is we're cutting down our meats anyway because it's too pricey. I mean, like even if you just buy like steak, they raise the prices so high. It's like why even bother getting the steak because it's too high. Mm. It's doubled here. It's doubled here in Florida where I am. Yeah, yeah, still, same here. yeah we're getting it here. They're they're doubling like everything Crazy. like you. You, yeah, it's, it is. It's crazy. Yeah, Publix wants nineteen something for eight for eight hamburger patties. I was like, you gotta be kidding yeah. me! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a question for the group before you guys get started for the tonight's excitement. Yeah. I just I've had this question and I I, I want to know how y'all feel. Okay, with all the soaps that've been on, which one yeah. would you say of the act? You know, the the characters. 
Which one did you like better, the original or a recast on a soap opera? Can you tell the difference, like, when they recast? Uh, would you prefer the originals, or did you like when they recasted? Depends who the recast is. Yeah, and how comfortable they are in the story. Do you have any ones that you can, like, offer your mind that maybe you, like, sticks out? Like, for example, let's say maybe, like, Joe Foster from Young and the Restless. Brianna Lane. Joe Farns on Skyding Light. (laughs) (laughs) Candace, right, girl? (laughs) Not doing those tonight. No, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> I, you know, Candace, girl, you know we gotta we gotta go real. I'm, I'm gonna. I see. I didn't choose violence tonight. I just I just came on here to talk about and y'all. See, I was doing really good prior. To, no, I mean here's the thing. When it comes down to recast, and when you know, I always say that each. I mean, I'll give you probably one of the one of the top ones was Terry Lesnar and Peter Bergman who played, you know, both played Jack. Okay. Yeah. They both brought something to the character. And also, when you do a recast, the writing has to be, the writing yeah, has to be solid for, for them to gel into. Because some recasts, they have a tough time finding their way. And, I, and I'm just going to say these people, it's nothing against them. It's just, to me, the writing is never, that is not strong versus the original person. And that is Marcy Miller and Emmy Rowland and, and Anika Noel. It's nothing against those actresses. It's just yeah. to me the material they're good recasts, but the material sometimes doesn't stick with them. And I wish they because I know Marcy could do it. I definitely knew Emmy could do it. I definitely know Anika can definitely do it. Um but for you know, you can tell when a recast is because they'll probably put them in a different orbit or whatnot. I'll give you another example. There's been one, make sure I'm getting this right, one, two, four. three, four, four Adams. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, you got Chris to Michael Mooney, Michael Mooney to Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley was the one that everybody was like, Ugh! but he, he yep. nailed it. And now you have Mark Grossman. And to me, each or those actors, the material was there because, it's a strong character. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what, Yeah, and it needs to be. Um, and I think that goes a long way to make a good recast, a solid recast, is the writing material. Because if you don't, if you just have them there, then it's like... Oh, no, I agree. Okay. I agree. My favorite, like for me, on my end, my favorite would have to be the original. Like we're talking about Greenlee Smythe on All My Children... And then when she left and they replaced her with another recast, I just couldn't with that one. I mean, I tried really hard to get into it as her as a recast, but I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. It just felt so, like, it felt flat. The only thing that interested me for her part was yeah, when they did the, the storyline. Where Remember where Zach, poor, poor Zach, got into a car accident and, and he had to go for, like, a, a, an ear surgery? Mm-hmm. That was emotional and sad. But over than that, I could not attach myself to her recast of of Greenlee. I just, I guess maybe because I was just used to the original Greenlee. I mean, you take a look yeah. at the Carlys. Oh, go go ahead. I was just gonna say the Carlys. You know, three yeah. out of four were knock, not you know, home run knockouts. And the only reason number three wasn't is because it was a last minute replacement 
put in that he wanted somebody else for the part, et cetera, et cetera. So Jennifer Branson literally came in three days before shooting. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, unfortunately, not not having that knock it out of the park moment in the very beginning, you know, we screwed her for the for her, you know, very short entire run of the Carlys. But the, you know, all three, Sarah Joy Brown, um, Tamara Braun, and um, and Laura Wright all have brought amazing A-game to an amazing A-game character. Um, and, you know, and each tenure gives you, you know, something, the same through line, but something amazingly different with each actress. Mm-hmm. And also you take a look at Ron Moss and Thorsten K. And I'm going to be honest, when I heard Thorsten was coming over his ridge, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. When he came over to Bold and everything, I kept saying this to a lot of people. The way they were writing him gave me a little bit of Zack Slater with Patrick Thornhart. Like, they merged those two characters together because he was a poet. He was like, and I'm yeah. like, no, Rich is a playboy. Like, wait a minute. Like, we're yeah. not doing this. And I started yeah. to was- like, over time, they, they finally figured his, his strength as Rich versus his weakness. And it's, and it's okay to do that. that. That's why we say, you know, you take a look, look at they the They had to find his footing. They had to find his footing, right. and I agree. That, I mean, when I first exactly. saw it, I was like, okay, okay, I can't. I can't with Ridge. But now I can because I love seeing Ridge go against with um, Bill. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Remember? We're but both I think, yeah. I think but Ridge they, is really But they played with that, that, they played with that very skillfully. Whereas if you, and you can hold these two examples, same show. You can hold them side by side. In, um, Engelrod, I, I can never say his name properly. Rod, you know who I'm talking about. Rodemacher. Um, Rodemacher, yeah. thank you. Rodemacher. Um, versus versus um, Ridge. Yeah, Windsor Harmon was so memorable, was so good mm-hmm. in the role. Same thing with Ron Moore. I, Mars, but I couldn't, when, I couldn't you know, take him seriously as Thorne. I just, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I couldn't I, do I, it. I, I've tried to connect. But they didn't try do to the chemistry testing and the storyline testing with him. That, exactly. But even, no, he had a year. In that year, they did nothing with there's, the There's times where, where, they get the, where they get cast and the, the recast wrong. Like, and, again, it's, sometimes it's not the actors and everything. It's just sometimes it's the decision-making of it all. Because here's, an, here's another one. And, ooh, okay, Passions fans. If you're a fan of passions, you know where I'm going at with this. This was nothing, but I'm not even going to say it. But y'all know that. Candace, I got you. Candace, I got you. What about Cassie Lane? What about Cassie Lane from Guiding Light when they did the blackout storyline? That was okay, it for me. Wait a minute, I could not me, connect me, to Cassie. I defend this. I defend this all the time. I feel as though this is one of those things. Because if we all remember how this all went, this General, General Hospital fans, Guiding Light fans, we all remember this moment. On a Friday, on a Friday, it was Laura Wright, Cassie. The lights went off, and then on Monday, it was Nicole Forster. The same thing happened on General Hospital. Jennifer Branson was on, Bradford was on, train ride. The, on, on Tuesday, on Monday, the role of uh, Carly is now being played by Laura Wright. Here's the thing. Yep. I like the Nicole Forster. <laughs> I like the Nicole Forster as Cassie. I love I like Laura it. Wright. To me, if if you if you are an actor or actress who can like sell it to me, and look, here's the thing: Nicole Forrester's 
Cassie was doing the stuff that I wish that Laura Wright's Cassie was doing by being with Josh and, and doing all this. I yeah. wish that was Laura Wright. To me, Nicole sold it because, yeah, she had to do the hard part. Tammy's dust. That was, because when Stephanie got she came on, that was Laura Rice, that was her buddy, that was her student. And to me, for Nicole to kind of gel into the Kim Zimmer orbit and kind of, in my opinion, own it, I, I got to give her props for that. Um, That's true. Noel Beck and Martha Burns. Here's the thing oh. about Noel Beck and Martha Burns. That was another hard, like, so I feel as though sometimes, it could be casting this uh, casting decision that sometimes the recast doesn't work out to the re- another one of Judy Evans and Beth Chamberlain. I just thought about that just now. Talk talk about yeah. the, that, that's a home run. That was a home run. Oh my God, I love right. them both. I love both of them. Right. But you know the ones that it, I cannot match it, with is on Guiding Light when they switch uh, Mindy Lewis like three times. Or the, all the different Tinas on One Life to Live. Yeah. You know, they had that blonde chick for a couple of years. That was that was a completely that was not Tina. That was a completely different character. Right. You know, she came back. You know, it's like when Blair, you know, Blair was um Asian Pacific Islander American. Yeah, Blair was Asian. I'll give you a recent one that I'm split hairs on. The recast of Vivian on Days of Our Lives. Wow. Here's the thing. Louise Durrell, to me, is Vivian. Always. Thank you. Always will be thank Vi- you. Yes. Vivian. Yes, thank you. When they yes. recast Somebody her with, when, when they recast her with Robin Strasser, I understood, to me, I understood why it happened. I got it. Right. But to me, right. Robin wasn't playing Vivian. To me, who I no. was seeing was kind of, of a heightened version of Dorian Lord. Okay? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Mixed in, yes. mixed in yeah. with with um with a little bit of from another world. Yeah, with exactly. a little bit of that too. Yes. And then yes. when it you felt like had, Dorian was in Salem. It felt like Dorian was in Salem. Right. Yeah. And then when you had Linda Dano, no I love me some Linda Dano. Y'all don't know. I love her. But who did I see? I saw Felicia and Ray Thomas. I saw Felicia and Ray Thomas Yes. And yes. to me, it's yeah. like, okay. I, you But wait, know, wait. Your... Now, I'm going to take okay. the counterpoint on that and say this. Because it was a limited storyline arc, I think that they gave us just enough of the character that, that they're most known for, a.k.a. Felicia, a.k.a. Dorian, so that mm-hmm. those people that were going to tune in just to see Robin Strauss on screen might get bitten by the Days of Our Lives bug. I actually think it was more brilliant for them play the two versions of Vivian closer to the characters that they were known for on their other soap operas and, and try to flirt with that. I'm just going to say why I think, to me, I didn't take, I, I'm split hairs because on one, if you're going to be cast as Vivian, honey, you yeah. need to born it. At the same time, you need to I'm own just going to say, you need yeah, to you need own it. it. You but need I'm to own to it. say this, and I don't, and I, I know what I'm, I know people are going to say, Candace, you come after I also feel as though this was a writing thing too, because it is nice to have people that you know, you know, Ron knows Linda and right. knows Robin right. and stuff, and it was nice for them to come and and step in. But like I said, if you're going to play this role, whether it's six weeks to eight weeks to a year to to whatnot, you still need to dominate that role 
instead of making me think of Felicia and Ray. And do, like I know who these people are, but but for some people who don't have the history of these actors, you need to show us why you're stepping into this iconic, these iconic. Again, things. look at look at the storylines though, and what what they were actually given to play. You know, honestly, both of those arcs could have been done without without the Vivian character. Mm-hmm. You could have put Kate in. You could have put Kate into a behind-the-scenes storyline that came up front and and used the same devices with Kate and never and never dealt with two different Vivians. I mean, now here I'll, I'll give you I'll give you another one. And you know we we had um I think we talked about this too. Um, shoot, it was um with Jacob Young. Oh yeah. The debate about the Luckies. Lord, this goes down in the history books. We started out with Jonathan Jackson, right? right. He was our team. Yeah. We saw him. And then he yeah. was gone, and they recast him with Jacob Young. And, and you know, Jacob was on the show, and we talked about this, is that, you know, some, yeah. some people didn't openly, you know, want, you know, welcome him. Into the, but, again, it goes with the storyline because at that time when Jacob was cast as Lucky, Lucky was brainwashed. So, yeah, it, right. was, it was kind of perfect. You had a new actor playing this quote-unquote new refurbished character, and then we went on to adult Lucky played by this this guy named Greg Vaughn. Hey, Greg. Hey. But, and then, <laughs> you know. I like Greg. Then, Greg Vaughn was cute as, uh, with, with all the monocle character. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, okay, I got not do this funny. on the show. Mm-hmm. I, thank yeah. y'all, Pam, it's not on here to do this, to, to not yeah. be tonight. But, but, you know, and it's sort of like, and then recast it back with Jonathan Jackson. It, and like you just said, it goes, whatever the story is and where that recast belongs. And sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it's a miss. Days of Our Lives today, Fuller, the recast Chanel is on. So it's like, okay, people are already starting to do the comparison because, look, we do this. Let's see if she can, if she is better than the original, or she's not, or do we want the original back? Well, Precious is doing a show yeah. right now, so um, you know, God bless. So, speaking of, I've got be, a question. I've got a question for David. David, uh, I heard yeah. that they're going to do a, an exciting storyline for Abby for Dave. Which actress is going to be the Abby coming back? I don't know when Marcy's coming back. She's on set. She's on set. <laughs> she's on set. She's back on set. Okay, She's no, I was just wondering if they're. I was wondering if they're uh-huh. going to switch Abby's again, or is it just going to be Marcy returning? No. Mm-mm. Kate 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 Manson is doing full time directing now, and so Marcy. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations be, to I'll, Kate. That's great. And I just thought about the next the the recent recast. Uh, Dan, the one who plays EJ. Can I just say real quick, you're doing good, honey. Go ahead. You're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'm very impressed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So, Carolyn? but there were there are some ca- there are some characters that absolutely cannot be recast. At this yeah, Victor Newman. Victor Newman. Victor Newman. Julie. You cannot. Julie you cannot recast Shane. Yeah. <laughs> Julie and Doug, you cannot recast. You can't recast Doug. Not even temporarily. I think for a storyline. I think okay. for a storyline emergency, you know, yeah, maybe you can you can stick somebody in for a couple of weeks if you know if, if the actress or actor has 
Um, but who? Let's take Victor Newman because that's that's one of the most iconic. Who could actually, you know, Tony Geary could step in and play Victor Newman in a different way, you know. But yeah. who's gonna who's gonna be able to play the Victor Newman that we know in the way? That um, Eric Braden. A CGI version, a a mannequin, a CGI version of Eric (laughs) Braden. I mean, mean, do we do we remember when Kathleen? Do you do you remember when Kathleen Hicklin, who played Lindsay, you guys know her, one likes to live, played Brooke in Bold and Beautiful Subs for um, Kathleen Kelly Lane? Yeah, I did not know that. I can't remember that one. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that either. Mm-hmm. Oh well, how did she do? How did she do? How did the fans react? She, she did. She did okay. I mean, it, I mean, it, uh, again, for some of y'all don't remember, that means something. But no, I mean, but it was just a temporary <laughs> situation. Nothing against Catherine, but it was just you know she came, she was there, and then yeah, you know yeah. she was she did she did a few episodes and whatnot. I mean, you take a look. I mean, oh gosh, one of the mishaps. Yeah, she had the press. She presence. had the press. She did. Uh, yeah. She did. My girl yeah. had the press. Okay, I'll give you a miscast. Yeah. And 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 look, you brought yeah. the show up, so I'm going to say it. I love this show all my, you know, and I love this actress. For Joan Collins as a, Alexander Spaulding was such a miscast. Oh, mis- 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 <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to be, I'm going to be 110. Joan, by the way, honey, I miss, I miss you. On TV, you need to be somewhere. You need to be on Forever in the Day. Um, you need to be on Days. You need to be on Dynasty. You need to be somewhere right now, girl. Here's the problem. Yeah, but she just but played she her, her own Dynasty character. character. She played the yeah. exact character she's been playing for years, her Dynasty. All we needed was Linda Evans coming down and saying, you bitch, and then have the whole, you know, <laughs> sling fighting in the, in the fountain. Oh, to my me, God, yes. It, yeah. Like when she brought you want to do it, it we're, we're, when her character blackmailed Beth for for control of um, spawning enterprises, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now I'm gonna yeah. now like the one now I'm gonna say Alexander Spaulding is one of those characters that was like okay, Beverly McKenzie's up and left. <laughs> she was like, I ain't waiting for y'all to renew my contract. I'm Beverly McKenzie. I'm gone. That was did she retire? Hard. Did she retire at that time? No. Homegirl was on General General Hospital was her last like her last soap that she did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we we need an episode of, of that. We need to talk about Beverly McKenzie. Scott McKenzie, if you're listening, hi honey. Um, but the thing is, is that Alexander Spaulding, just like Alex Spaulding, because you had Christopher. Um, I can't think of his last name, and he passed away because he was sick. We all know the story mm-hmm. about no. that. And no. that was a hard. Yeah, and that was a hard. They had to seek high and low to find somebody, and they 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 struck gold in my opinion. I know a lot of people will will kind of argue about it, but Rod Ramsey did a good job. Um, now with there was Daniel. Here's the, there was Daniel Pillon before him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have good. I got I'm being uh, nice right now, <laughs> but but I mean, but when they found when they found you know again, Beverly McKenzie was like. Beverly freaking McKenzie, right? Nobody. Yeah, her yeah. and Michael Zaslow. I mean, and that's somebody else yeah. that could never be replaced with Michael Zaslow, no. and how dare you, Don, like, for doing that. But with Beverly, when she left and everything, they had to find somebody who could do that character justice. And to Marcy say, 
say what you want. That girl nailed that character. So that's why mm-hmm. I always say, yes, like, Beverly McKenzie could do her thing, and Marge Doucet did her thing. But Joan Collins, all I saw was Dynasty. I was like, din a din 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 I was waiting for John James to come on and play the new. I was waiting for all of it. I was like, din and din I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. The way they set that character up. So, but anyway, let's get back to what's really happening in the world. Okay, I've got two kudos to give out to real quick. Uh-huh. I have a quick question to piggyback on, on your question, Will. So, the, you know, these special guest stars, who do you – name one that you think really worked and one that you think was horrific. And I'm, I'm going to throw my horrific one out right now. Um, Adrienne Bobo on General Hospital. That was a waste Aww. of a year and a half of my life. Oh, oh my, that was – what's oh her name? Oh, the The, the ball the kick, the ball thing, whatever. Yeah. 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 The Balkan, yeah. In with Brenda. <laughs> and, and oh, my God, I hated it. too. I the, hated the, the that character in the Balkan. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Now, <laughs> um, uh, oh, oh, my God, one recast that absolutely, absolutely worked, Jer- uh, Sebastian Roche as Jerry. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry, Carolyn, you wanted to move us along to what our, our Emmy predictions Okay, but I want I want to make a comment about the new EJ. I think he's going to be really great in the dynamics with Chad, Tony, Kate. But uh, from my point of view, I don't, I don't think he's, the, the chemistry's not there with um, <laughs> with uh, with Sammy. No, that's just that's. Uh, I mean, that, you, you know where right, I see the you know you know where I see the chemistry going. I think they going? did that on purpose. I think they did that on purpose in a way. Yeah. Bingo. No, Nicole. I think it's going to be Nicole. Really? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think they're going to go back to that. Oh, maybe. Yep. Maybe. I would, but you know what I do? I, I said this, you know, with with a lot of people is that I here's here's a perfect example of how two recasts can actually probably do. I want to see it. I do want to see. Abby and EJ, I want to see how Marcy and Dan play off of each other. Yeah. I do want to yeah. see that. I do yeah. want to see. I do want to see Ari and Dan. I like. I want to see EJ with the people that you know before Dan. I want to see him interact outside of his norm. So yeah, I mean, to me, the Demera men. He he. Look, he already gelled in with them. I, I like him and Billy Flynn. I like Tails. I, I like yeah. him and Br- I like that dynamic. Yeah. I do. I do want to see him and Stacey Hadid when Stacey returns. I do want to see him. Like, oh, yeah. I do want to see him. You know, like we saw, I mean, him and Allison Sweeney and Brian DeTillo, I like the zings. Like, bam, 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 shot, fire, boom, boom, boom. I like that. But so far, he's two and two. He's got that, that dynamic. But elsewhere, outside, I want to see where this goes. I, I do want to see it. I want to see Will Horton and EJ and Steve together. That would be exciting. Huh. Eh. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, if they paired him in a scheme with Gabby and take a backwoods look at the um, Gabby, um, Jake, what was his name before he was Jake? Stefano. Stefano. Uh, you know, Stefano. Stefano. Yeah. Part two. Yeah, I, I'd like to see them play with Gabby and EJ. 
Mm-hmm. So I'll yeah. probably get to it, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of days, I want to give a kudos real quick to Ron. Thank you so much for having Eli walk around in his towel. I So what do we think of Price Town? I don't get I don't get that whole thing. I don't think that whole thing at at all. I don't like it. I it's yeah. I don't know why he's doing I don't know why he's doing it. I I understand the real the reality of it. Of why she's like why she's she's doing it, and it, and it's a soapy thing to do is to kind of take over. But I'm gonna be real. That scene when they blew it up, and the last thing bad. you saw was Tom and Alice's plaque. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> As somebody who has gone through set destructions, yes, I'm talking to you, Younger the Russell. How dare you do that to the Newman Ranch in the Chancellor Mansion? I ain't never forgiven you for that. And GH, that quarter main house looks horrible. I felt as though, I and I know like everybody says they're going to rebuild it and stuff like that, but to me, I just felt as though that shouldn't have been one of your last scenes. That shouldn't have been, like to me, it's sort of, and you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to speak on everybody. I was just like, wow, okay. But some fans that I saw on social media was like, yeah, that's exactly how we feel the show is. They're blowing up the history. Like, they don't yeah. care yep. about about the, the show the show itself. They're just blowing it up just to blow it up and destroy it. And I felt it so, like, look, we, I know people say fans read into too much. But sadly, it's not, it's, we don't do it just because we got nothing else to do. It is sort of like, okay, we've seen these shows, most of us since the day it started, some of us go back 20 years ago, 30 years. So it's sort of like we understand when a new era happens, some things do get forgotten. And some things, you know, come back. But that was like, yeah. okay, Dave. Yeah, what's like, sad? Like, what that was, was like, you could, you could have blown up. You could have had, you, this is what I said. You could have had, like, the, the plaque that says, welcome to Salem, fall. I wouldn't have been mad. I'm like, damn, oh, God. Like, yeah, she blew up Salem, y'all. But to have that that iconic plaque be the last thing, in my opinion, I was just like, ooh, okay. Well, that got people it's talking. Gonna, it's going to stick in everybody's minds. Yeah, very disrespectful for mm-hmm. so many years. No. Sad. Hopefully there'll yep. be a turnabout. I've got a little uh-huh. teaser for you since we're talking about Dave. Um, get ready because EJ's reaction to Sammy and Lucas getting together is going to shock all of Salem because he's got a few secrets of his own and he is going to yeah. start a new romance. He is going to start a new romance with someone in town. Um, it may be, it could be Nicole, but it could be someone else. But the point is, don't count out that Lucas and Sammy are done with EJ. Threatening them because he's far from over as far as getting them uh, getting back at them. Look, mm. I'm gonna be honest. I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even mind a, a EJ and Gabby. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby, I think get EJ, out. Get, oh, go ahead. I think EJ and Gabby would be hot. I do. It would be. It would be a different. <laughs> it would be a different pace for Gabby because look, I'm gonna be honest. Oh, God. I, I need to vent. I'm Step sorry, you guys. 
<laughs> Jake and Gabby makes no sense. Thanks. I'm Thank sorry. you. Why it's did like they keep pulling them together? It's getting older. It's because, like, okay, oh, I'm my God, it's going to be about Jake again. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm gonna, it's the same reason that they had Devon and Amanda. My thing is this. Okay, the actors have chemistry. That's because they played a couple before. Wow, shocker. I understand yes. as a writer. Trust yes. me. Trust me. I'm getting I understand this. When you're a writer, you do make mistakes. Mistakes that you wish right. you like, oh, dang, I wish I didn't do this. But I'm going to say this. Dave, you don't fall in that category. Why? Because you did it six months in advance. You could have changed the outcome of Stefan's death. You could have changed it where Jake was the same person but had memory issues. For him to be all of a sudden, and now he's all demure, like, the transformation of Jake makes no sense to me at all. It could I have been love, love, Like, if they really wanted Brandon. to make him like a hot if they really wanted to make him like, like a hot me, bad boy, he could have flirted with Nicole or anybody. I wouldn't say this. I would say you would have took him the same way as Bonnie, but I'm taking that back because Bonnie apparently is the same person. Don't get me started. But with Jake, yeah. and Jake, like to me, okay, you had this story where Gabby thought it was her dead husband. And, yeah, we all felt that same way too. But the DNA test proved 129% that this was not your dead husband. So you moved on. What I had applauded, and if anybody had heard me, I was applauding Dave because I was like, all right, we're going to have Gabby yep. and Brady maybe. I was like, oh, that's going to be good. Then you have um, Gabby and Philip, which they dropped. Apparently, I don't know what yeah. the deal was that about. But to me, there was other, look, I wouldn't, look, I'm Eli and, and, and Eli fans, I love y'all, y'all know that. But I was also kind of wondering, I was like, I wonder if they're going to do something to make dumb, like, messy. I don't know. Like, I just wanted to see Gabby with other people because I'm getting to this point yeah. now with all these soaps, when you bring back a lookalike, the twin of the twin or the triplet, yeah. you pair them up with the dead person's spouse. And to me, it doesn't, it doesn't work because Gabby should be with somebody else. Look, I would even, look, hey, Abby, oh, look, Tabby fans, don't come after me, but y'all know I love y'all too. But Chad and Gabby, why not? Let's go, let's go there with Gabby. Why oh, my God, yes, I love Jay? Chad and Gabby. They, they were so That's hot together I'm, the and, first and time not around. Only that, but if Gabby is supposed to be the next quote-unquote Demara woman, because I love the scene with Sammy and Gabby. I'm sorry. I was yes, like, I this too. is giving me Kate and, and Sammy vibes, right? And I was like, you know, yes. Sammy and Gabby have had their mess. Yes. They definitely had the whole Nick thing and everything like that. Mm. To me, Gabby is the, for and Charlie, you know what scene I'm about? Real quick, let me just say it. The scene in the boardroom, when Gabby was oh. doing all of that work, I was like, yes, yes, this is why she needs to be a Zamara for real. But not to you, right. Jake, because Jake, no offense. No. Honey, I know you, you, no. you, you're from Jake from State Farm. You and Gwen plotted. <laughs> I don't know if y'all were still plotting. But to me, like, Gabby knows her, her P's and Q's. So to me, Gabby belongs to the mirror house. And I feel as though, Jake, you're only going to bring her down. So can we please, not that, but can we just please just end this all? And EJ and Gabby just hooked up for like, give me about three weeks, three months, no baby stuff. Well, no, no baby. No baby. We don't need a baby. Give me three months to six no, months. No, please, give no baby. Some, no baby. Yeah, no babies right now. No babies. No babies. No. no. So I got a question <laughs> for you. So, so I'm going to piggyback off of your, your, your discussion here. Um, what do you think they can do with Jake? Is he written into a corner, or do you think that he's still parable? 
In the words of a famous song by one of my favorite boy bands ever, uh, this, this actually, this song was number one for 32 weeks, and it still continues to be a hit. Bye, 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 bye. I want to be a fool. I'm not going to lie. I feel for Jake, but you know what? I kind of want him to leave Salem. That way he can return over to General Hospital, and we can get oh, Johnny back. Here's the thing about Jake. I, I do believe, okay, I believe that because of Brandon's performance as the emergency recast. Talk about another recast. There you go. He did he did good. He was a great fit on Dave. But the problem is the character isn't working. And not only that, but when you put Kate into the mix of it, first and foremost, Kate does not need a Jake. Okay. No. Kate is no, back exactly. on her own. And I, lo- and I love the fact that they had that line when Kate was, like, kind of, like, owning her. Look, Kate has been around. Jake is just this young person with, what you know, who's left behind his ears. So to me, I feel as though what happened was when they brought Gwen and Jake on, and I'm just, I'm, this is just me. I don't know if anybody else thought about this. They mm-hmm. were trying to see which character was going to hold more weight with the fans. Yeah. Was it going to right. be Gwen, yeah. who right. we didn't know, or because of Brandon, and again, this is not, it's not that, was they going to say, oh, we want Brandon, we want Brandon. Okay, we want Brandon, we want Brandon, just like we want Michelle Morgan. But if your character does not work, Honey, guess what? Yeah. Yeah. I tell I don't I, know. if you if you ask me which character has more weight right now who I can see like have at least three months worth of storyline, like back then, if we go back back in time, I actually would have still said when. Jake would have had some if they would have played it right. But to me I just yeah. felt as though they were trying to they were fishing Jake around. Just as like he was a worm, and to see if a fish will catch him. I feel they kind of forced the relationship of Gabby and Jake after Gabby returned wherever she disappeared to. But Jake was already so lost by that point. The character was already so bad by that point. You know, but let's do school for a second and hop over to poor Charles because they have actually perfected this. Now, I'm sorry, I'm one of the people that – I love Liz and Franco, but at this point, I don't think that there was – they couldn't break them up after all that they went through. They couldn't credibly break them up. And mm-hmm. so I don't know how well Dr. Austin is going to take off, but from Todd to Franco, I, I, in the very beginning, I did not know whether this was going to happen or not, but knowing it was Roger Howard, I was like, okay, I'm in to at least give it a chance. Um, so, and he was – you know, he did well. The same thing. And he did amazingly well. Same thing with um, Silas Finn. Um, uh, he came back and Steven me. You know, I mean, he's been, what, seven or eight characters on General Hospital at this point? Michael Easton. I mean, you look at Michael Easton. Yeah, Michael Easton. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Easton. Yeah, Michael Easton. I, I think Michael Easton actually is getting ready to tie Drake Hogerson for the most characters on the soap. But it, it's like the transition for these actors. I mean, like Roger said it in his interview. I can't chase the way I look. I can only do the body language. <laughs> oh and I God, love that I love because Roger. he is playing a different character. He is sort of like Sarah Brown. She came on as Claudia. Look, homegirl owned her role. Oh, but my God. I did. Claudia. Claudia. Claudia, look, that Claudia was, that was, was my girl. That was and, good. And with Would General they... Hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. I will say with General Hospital, I can. is it too early to give them an Emmy? 
for next year? <laughs> Not at all. But here's my here's my point. When they have done this, they haven't tried to recreate the exact storyline of the character that they just killed off six months ago. You, no. You're going to kill off the character. Don't bring the, the actor back in a or actress back in a, in a new name, same body, sometimes the same damn clothes. But they got a whole new weird ass storyline that has nothing to do with the show that we've been watching for twenty, thirty years. Jake was just, it made no sense from the beginning. And it just took dumb turn turn after dumb turn after dumb turn. And even the stunt casting, you know, bringing all three of the Vivians, you know, I mean, come on. It's time to heave ho, heave ho, heave ho. I've got the major, I've got the major juicy uh, teasers for you for the GH, uh, for Charles and GH. Okay, here we go. Nina is going to be finding out the truth about Maxie's baby, and Austin is going to reveal himself in a very exciting, shocking way that ripples effect of all of Port Charles. And if you pay attention, the clues are right there who he is. He's going to be Jimmy, Hort, uh, Jimmy Lee Horton's son, meaning he's a quarterman, and meaning he's going to do a takeover. That's all I ask for life. Life. I've been hearing That's that, Ken. It's, I, yeah, I've been hearing that he could be a court, uh, that court of me. That I, 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 I've been, been hearing, I've been hearing he could yeah. possibly be uh, what's his name, Chad's uncle. Oh yeah, Michael, yeah. Michael's uncle. I yeah. get the name confused. Yeah, that so would be yeah because Jimmy, because Jimmy was Edward's um, great yeah, all that mess. Okay. This. Yeah. Can someone give me a history on? Jimmy Lee, because Jimmy? this was before I was watching. Um, so yeah, he I need is to get the How did he yeah. connect? So he is another limited, legitimate, legitimate, I can't even talk, child of Edward Quarterman. Illegitimate. You know the, uh, thank you. Because oh, you know okay, the other okay. one was a ward. Because remember, Edward stepped out two right. times. He was like this. Sorry, Lila. And so but we, we didn't know much about Jimmy Lee. Um, because it was like back in the eighties, but I'll get y'all the whole the whole scenario because I I only knew parts of 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 um his livelihood. He wasn't all quarter mainish. That's that's I made that up. Oh, <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. I just did yeah. a Google. I just did a Google. Oh my God, he was a hunk. Yeah, no, I know who played okay. it. Okay, he was Jimmy Lee. Jimmy Lee Holt. Okay, okay, I get you now. I get the, I, I get it. Jimmy Lee was a max. Uh-huh. Wouldn't you agree, Candace? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Lee was a max. Now I did a Google search. Dropped. Oh, my God. He's got those baby blue eyes. Yep. So it's going to be interesting. And, and what I like, sometimes, like, when they do a recast, huh, um, or they, well, in this case, it's not a recast, you know, to give another, the actor a new character, Sometimes I feel as though the writers are like, you know what? Okay, now this is our chance to actually put them in different orbits that we wish we could have done beforehand. And, but we're still kind of going to tease the audience because I'm going to be honest, Franco and Ava, I think this is one of the big things. Roger Howard and Mar West had extreme chemistry. They really yeah. did have chemistry. So I they do, do like the fact oh that God, we now do. have Austin, Austin and Ava kind of in scenes. I like the fact that you know, they did have a Roger and Becky moment. They had, you know, the Maxie kind of thing, like kind of looking like, 
You look like somebody I know. Sort of like what they did with Kelly Monaco and Michael Easton all those times. Like, mm-hmm. you look like somebody mm-hmm. used to know. Yeah, you do too. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. kind of to, yeah. to give it to us. But I'm really impressed, like I said, with General Hospital. General Hospital, our papers, that, that separation papers that I had all those times, I actually put it away in the lockbox. Be proud okay. of me, guys. I know this is the first, so Candace, this is the first stop. So, Candace, if, if you could break it down just a little bit, let's say that he is the whole son, Austin. How does that, like, his connection in the town, would that, it's a little complicated, right? Because it's going to make him related to Jason and uh, Michael? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, who yeah, is he going to be related to? He's going to be related to all the Quartermains. Okay, okay. Like half and half. Okay. He's half cousin okay. to Ned, half cousin to Brooklyn, half cousin to such and such, half cousin to such and such. Half so does that, mean, does that mean that if we hope son that he becomes, does that mean that he's old in, um, how do you say, cares to ELO Q? Say it again. Does that mean that he's entitled to shares of ELO Q? Bingo! <laughs> He can, he okay, can I figured it out. Because, yeah, because that's the thing is that Michael is in charge of ELQ, well, the takeover, Valentine. You got Ned, mm-hmm. and now you got somebody else who's coming in to play for it. And Edward is, if they revisit the will, Edward did mention something about Jimmy and his kids, if he had kids, about the ELQ. Oh, yes, my God, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. This yeah. Is, yeah. This and is, the clue. This is where and the clue I this is where is that God knows. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I God get you gave up her shares. God gave up her shares. <clears throat> Don't get me started about okay, that. Okay. So I'm excited now. I'm more excited than I was before. Now that I'm figuring now and, and understanding it a little better on the background. Okay. I accept Austin as the quarterback. That's going to be awesome. But he also may not be that nice of a guy. Oh, he no, plays no. We sides. need a good villain. He plays we need sides. a good villain. I mean, I love Valentine, but he hasn't been villainous for, like, a really while. So I could well, I could accept Valentine's getting a little soft. Well, yeah. I mean, he's with Anna he, now. Yeah. We got he rid of Cyrus. Valentine. Valentine, you know, switched from DBX to WSB. We got rid of Cyrus. Oh. Ava, you know, Ava fell in love, and all of a sudden, I, I don't know who she is. Um, Nina, not even uh-huh. Nina's crazy in a whole new way, and it ain't the fun kind of crazy. So we're running out of villains. We do need a good villain. Yeah, oh, we do. Kudos to, kudos to Frank. I'm enjoying the chemistry between Spencer and Trina. Good job. Yeah. I do that like one, yeah. that. I did it's not still, expect still, that. I didn't expect it, but I'm loving it. Still a little like too what new I for so me. Far. I yeah. to see what happens. Okay, can we just just go there with this the DH topic? Because I know people, I know our listeners wants to know how we feel about this. So, this has been in the making for twenty plus years. This has been a fanfic idea for so long, but it's now coming true, ladies and gentlemen. Jason and Carly are getting married. Call your friends. Call your neighbors. Tell them. Tell yes, them. Thank you. Thank you. I love Jason yeah. and Carly. They're my. I love that. That is so cool. I love Jason and Britt, but I can accept Jason and Carly getting married 
because for the longest time, I always knew there was major chemistry with Jason and Carly, and this, oh, my God, I love it. I remember growing up watching Jason and Carly, so this is major. Candace, my girl, what did I say on this show two and a half, possibly three months ago? Yeah. That they were in the, well, this was in the talks for two years because I was at, I was at their fan event and they were talking about it in, 19, mm-hmm. in 2019. Did they talk about it and with I you remember, too, and, and, and Yeah, and I remember Steve one week when I went to see Bernard Bradford. Like we all said, the only way for this to happen is if somebody was to go. And who's that somebody? Sonny. Sonny. Speaking okay. of Sonny, David, do we have an update on when Sonny is expected to return to Port Charles? Is it July yeah. or is it coming in the fall? No, it's coming for it's coming for it's coming in October to lead into Oh wow, November that long. Suite. Okay, that long. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. I figured I figured they're going to drag it out a little more. Yep, they're going to drag it out as far as by the time they get back to Port Charles, that horse will already be in Kansas dog food. They not they not only beat the dead horse, they don't ground it up and made dog food out of it. <laughs> okay, so so I'm trying to understand, David. Is, does that mean that well, we you know there's rumbling going around that Sonny is supposed to break up uh, Jason and Carly's wedding? Is that not going to happen, or is that a possibility? Anthony, I heard I October, so I don't I don't know. I can't answer that one. I heard he's he's he's. Uh, He'll be back in Port Charles in October leading into November sweeps. And, yes, supposed to be getting married in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just curious because I, I heard a little rumbling of it. I was like, I wonder how, they get, how, I wonder how that's going to work. I figured they would bring Sonny back towards the sweeps moment because it felt like a sweeps moment when he returns. I'm sure they're going to pull out all the red stuff on his big return. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'm just going to say this. Yes, go ahead. Um, it's very interesting to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be professional when I say this. It's very interesting to me, as a soap viewer, that they have finally figured a way to bring Jason and Carly together in holy matrimony. On one hand, one person is probably thinking that it's this business, and it is a business deal, but to somebody else, this has been a dream for uh, for them for a very long time. And I do want to see that being showcased a little bit because homegirls being a little too old to like happy about uh-huh. this. Like your husband so like your husband is still dead and this is not a Carly bashing or anything. But again, if you yeah. know the, yeah. the 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 history of these two, you know what why I'm saying it like this. I do find it very interesting that this is a tr- this is another situation where there is some consequences. And if you saw today's episode, you know the consequence was with Sam and with Elizabeth. And I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest, I miss it. Like I know Sam and Elizabeth has had some issues. Mm-hmm. Lord knows I do. But their common thing is their children, their protection of those kids, and look, they're in each other's orbits because of Jason. So I did like their scenes today. Another thing I is you just you. now said about Jason and Britt. Again, who a year, go back a year ago or two years ago, who would have ever thought that Britt, the Britt, would be the one to kind of 
make an emotional impact on Jason. Oh my God, I love that. I, yes, she was. I'm sorry, I think that's the best with, writing uh, we've Patrick. seen in years. Yeah, 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 that was that was amazing. I mean, she was one way with Patrick, but with Jason, oh my God, it's a whole new level. It's a whole new level because yeah, for years, and and the thing is with Jason and you, anybody who's heard us, you know, especially me on various podcasts on you know Instagram and all that. One of the things we keep saying is some of these writers need to understand that you can write for you can write this character, uh, the, you know, the character's been around for so long and everything. You can still make this character fresh. You can make this character develop even more. The fact that Jason and a lot of General Hospital fans don't remember Jason Quartermain. They remember Jason Morgan. But but, the, but I know you remember, but for some people, when you ask them when they watch, it's sort of like how I always ask that question. When did you start watching Days of Our Lives? And, you know, Carolyn will say since day one, or David, you will say since like 20 years ago. Then you have Willie who can say five years ago, and me and Anthony will be like 15 years ago, 10 years ago. It depends on when you start watching. So for the yeah. last couple, like for two decades solid, Jason Morgan has been Sonny's uh, right-hand man, who's always been around Carl, like Carly and Sonny is his family. He was in a motorcycle. They know about the, the brain injuries. He's had a relationship with Courtney, Sam, and Liz. Um, he's, you know, he, he, he alienated his family. The only person he didn't really alienate that much was Emily. Emily died. Woohoo! It was his fault. Then all of a sudden he died. Then there was this guy named Drew who was supposed to be Jason, but was his twin brother. That's the solid history of Jason. So the fact that nobody knows that he can actually, it's like emotional. Like the question was, have you ever chose, why did you choose this life? The only other person who could actually say something to him, but who also allowed, like allow him to kind of make his own choices in a way was Robin. Robin's not on the I show was right now. I say that. Yep. You know, um, so sadly we have Brit. Again, Brit is like dealing with her own issues. But she's also, like, she's asking Jason questions that Elizabeth and Sam would not say because they've been so used to, and they adapted to his lifestyle. And with that also yep. comes consequences. So to me, I'm enjoying, like, I'm enjoying the fact that Jason is, like, especially today's Orchard. episode when he found out something that Britt did. Ooh, girl. It's like, okay, that, that hit him. That, like, all of this Jason and Carly stuff, like, yeah, I, you know, for the fan bases, I'm going to say this. For every fan base that's listening, I'm happy for all of y'all right now. But at the same <laughs> time, this is, giving, this, is giving, this is going to be a consequence because here's the thing. Yes, Liaison yeah. fans and Jason fans, mm-hmm. y'all are, woo! They was like, not, we're going to choose violence today. But with yeah. Jason and Carly, yeah. it could be a good thing. But keep in mind, when Sonny returns, it's going to be a better thing. With when Sonny returns, and I'm leaving like that, when Sonny returns, there's going to be conflict amongst those that trio, because on one hand, they can say they're doing this for A, B, C, and D, but at the same time, some emotions will run high. Mm -hmm. Uh Remember. And, Remember I brought yeah. it up the last podcast that I, I predicted sort of that we could be having a triangle between uh, Jason, Carly, and uh, Sonny sort of, 
And I fig- I mm-hmm. figured that's what's going to happen, like, with him returning, like, what David said, for October, it kind of makes sense that they're kind of, like, playing around with the, the key players around. Yeah. Well, but, don't that, but it's also about, show the about a year and a half ago, they were, they played with the whole "Why do you keep going for Jason? You're always pick you're always gonna pick Jason first. Do you remember that they they were having yeah. problems, yes. Sonny yes. and Collie? Yes. So this yeah. is the perfect opportunity for him to go balls to the floor. You know who? Which one? Which one, Collie? Which one? Who has it always been? Me or him? Crazy because. If he does, if she does that, if Carly does a Carly, and she picks Jason over Sonny, that's it. Sonny's gonna find himself probably turning to Nina, and there you go. But see, and I'm gonna be honest, the real story is gonna be Charlie versus Carson. Yep. Because you, because here's the, here's the thing. For this, this actually, if you really, if you really want to go there, this story has been in the making since 1996, 1997. It really heightened up in 1999, though, because you did have Jason and Carly first. Jason and Carly, yeah. look, keep in mind, Carly, Car- Jason and Carly was was kind of together, okay? And then, you know, AJ and that also. Oh, they were You remember all that, that, yeah. you remember all that pool flirting? And when I'm yeah. talking about pool, they were, she, right. she was working his dick. She was working she his was like, dick. She was like, you may be brain damaged, but I know how to work you in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, and that was actually a lie, too. Like, but no, the thing, the thing is, is that, again, this has been, you know, she got married to Sonny. That actually crossed Jason. If you remember when Jason came back, it found out. So it's like, it's been Sonny, Carly, ride or die, da-da-da-da. Jason is the best friend who kind of keeps her down. But Carly also wants to dictate Jason's life. I don't care how many people want to spin it. But that's the truth because, and like you said, every woman that he's been with, whether it was Courtney, whether it was um, even Robin for a certain, you know, Elizabeth and Sam, Carly has been the number one. Like, Jason, look, they will say, Jason, and Jason will be shot lovemaking to go over to Carly and Sonny. And it's like, it's not fair to these women. That's why, like, he, I'm going to be honest, with Jake, and Danny, he he's yes, he's a father, but we all know the truth. Jocelyn and Michael are more of his kids than anything. I did not say Scout because Scout is his niece. Thank you. Um, and that's why with Drew, because it goes back to Drew. Like we all said, Drew didn't put them first. That's why when I had an issue with the writing because it's like, wait a minute, Carly and Sonny both treated Drew, who was then Jason, like Jason. And then all of a sudden, just because he's not Jason, because he didn't, you know, bark at every order that you said, you dropped Drew like a hot potato. It didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So now, again, you have Brett. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I like what Drew did that. Drew yeah. put, she's in a, Drew put she's Sonny, in a second put, woman's club. Drew put Sonny right, but now Carly is going to be like this. Said, she said that, too. She said, now that you know that I'm not Jason, you threw me away. Right. And the thing is to say, okay, supposedly if Cameron is playing Drew, that's going to be an interesting twist too. But the thing is, is that with 
Carly, you know, she's like, I'm Mrs. Caroline Morgan. I'm Mrs. Caroline Morgan. Honey, you've been wanting to be Caroline Morgan for a very long time. So now that you're <laughs> going to have your moment, it's like, no, like, it's like, seriously, like, again, if you go back to the Sarah Joe jo, uh, jo Brown, by the way, have, congratulations yeah. on your Emmy nod, Sarah. But no, the thing no. is, is that you you cannot tell me that this girl is not living her moment right now. She's like, I'm flaunting this ring. It's the biggest ring that, that Jason's ever given anybody. Like his own ex-wife. So, well, I had to remember there was there was a couple of them. Even with Brent, keep him. Oh Lord, he was married to Brenda too. Lord, oh my God, oh I need Brenda to come back to town. I need Robin and Brenda. I need Brenda right now. I need Brenda. I need Brenda back, and I need. Uh, Robin back only because I want to see the reaction. I want to see the reaction so Robin can throw it and say, "Oh my God, I know, I just you need for, I just need you. to see. I need to see where Elizabeth calls Robin, and no, and or Robin like they can do a one side. Kimberly McCall, you can either call in or do a video, and have yeah, it yeah, where, yeah, Zoom where, call. Do a Zoom call. A Zoom call. Do a Zoom call. And have yeah. Elizabeth, have Elizabeth and Robin talk. And Robin said, "I just saw something across the internet because you know everything." I, I got. And she said, "Please tell me it's not true." And Elizabeth, and I can see Elizabeth. I can see Rebecca Hurst doing this look of like this one, the eyebrow raise, like yeah. And Robin is like. <laughs> and she's like, and and then all of a sudden, all you hear is just like. And and Elizabeth is like, yeah, that's what me and Sam. And Robin says, Sam knows. And then he's like, and yeah. then you can have Robin like call Jason. Yeah. And Carly and Carly picks up the phone and says hello. And Robin says, oh, you've been wanting to do this all year. Like I can yeah. I can just see a scene <laughs> where we get some of the shade of Carly and Robin's friendship. Well, not friendship, but their relationship. Like the fact that. Car- that Robin was never a mo- like Jason's wife, yeah, but Carly yeah. finally got like I want that to play out. I so want that to play out. But like I said, yes, it is just Carly, on the stage. Yeah, Carly like, got the cool. ring. Robin did it. Right. Elizabeth didn't get the ring. Carly yeah. did. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I love it. And oh, that, but and see, I'm if loving, I was Elizabeth, I love the storyline. I, like, I love the storyline. No, I would have see if I wrote this if it, if it went there where Carly says, well, at least I yeah. got the ring from Jason, and Elizabeth yeah. said, at least I got the child. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. there you go, there you go, there you go. I would be, oh, I would be the one. Oh, I would be the one. But okay, let's yeah. let's continue on. Yeah. Let's continue. Yeah. And then we got to go on to the next Brenda, one if we want to get in our. Uh, in the yeah, so, so let's go on the next show. Okay. okay, so Bow and the Beautiful. Yep. Are we doing the soaps or are we doing the Emmys? We're going to oh. try and fit the Emmys in. Yep. So we got to oh, go. Oh, you're going to try and fit. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I got a quick question for Bow and the Beautiful. We've been chatting. This is our normal. This is a normal show. We're like, okay, we got to chat. So Bone and Beautiful. I for Bone and Beautiful. Where is Zenday? Did he just disappear, or what's going on with him? I've not seen him anywhere. I haven't. I missed. I missed a bunch of episodes, but I don't. I don't think that they explained that I'm he was going anywhere. I'm just talking about character wise. Just character wise, where did he go? Like, did he? Did they ever explain it? No, he's still around. I don't know where he is. 
Yeah, he's still around, but I just don't, you know. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was just curious. I know they got. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see set, where. Okay. It's going to be interesting to see where Paris and Zenday because, um, full alert, we all knew this was happening, but apparently it, it, today was the day. Today was Kiara's last day. Who played yeah, Zoe? Yeah, which, which I have to say was a little disappointing. <laughs> you ain't the only person who was disappointed. Because she could at least. At least bomb I think that, you think, like I, do you think that they that they're letting her go in the middle of story and we might get a recast? No. To have that no. play no. out? No. No. They no, could, we'll they see could, her name I, again I in like five years. No, yeah, this, 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 this is, um, they, they this just is didn't another... Know that. Yeah, this is one of those things where, okay, you on paper, this character was, like, really good in certain storylines, but sadly it didn't take it didn't take off. And, you know, here's the thing. Kiara found a – she's going to be on Fantasy Island on Fox this fall. Uh, make sure y'all watch. Okay. We're, we're, I'm promoting everybody tonight. Um, the thing is they, they, didn't know, they didn't know what else to do with Zoe. In my opinion, they just didn't know what to do with her, and they wrote her. This they is wrote the character into the wall, and they had no choice. They yeah, didn't know what to do. You know, I'm I'm gonna say this. You know, this is the bold and the beautiful problem. They pull these characters in to play a foil in one of their A or B storylines, and then they try to work these characters into the full canvas, but they don't play enough in the, either the A or B storyline that they come in on. To, to give them grounding, to give them ground, enough grounding on canvas, you know, mm-hmm. um, a, a perfect example was Sally's um, sister. What was her name? Uh, Coco. Uh, Coco. Uh, uh, Coco. Coco. Yeah, perfect example was Coco too. You know, they brought her in, played with the foil, Roger. gave her a couple of storylines, and then had nothing to do with her. And she was a great actress. She was a great character. They, they totally got. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, RJ the crazy too. one. RJ. Yeah, RJ too. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, uh, you know, seven minutes, Sasha. They could have kept her. Sasha. <laughs> they could have. They could have kept seven minutes, Sasha. On. Yeah, and had her sleep with Wild Bill. You, you know, and opened up a whole new history for for seven minutes, Sasha. Yeah. yeah. Seven minutes. But, um, and you know, Wild Bill. Like you know, Wild Bill would have hopped on that. I'm going to go into this and I'm going to say this. Shut up, Brooks. You can't judge Quinn when you're the one that cheated with half the men in Los Angeles. Wait a minute. But also, Rich, you need to sit somewhere, too. Because you try, you you try to have that with Quinn, too. So I don't want to hear anybody. Like, I'm sorry. The hypocrisy is real. This oh is why God. I said, like, this is oh why I made. I, I think I think it was on social media. I think it was Matt Harvey who did it. Like he he, he did a video of what yeah. Bridge was faking yeah. and whatnot. Because again, all right, keep in mind Carter and Bridge are friends and everything like that. And the fact that when you know and, and Carter and Bridge and and I'm just like looking at Bridge kind of giving the look and everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. again, if I was on the soap, I would be that character to be like this. I know you ain't looking and talking, Bridge. Did you or did you not kiss Quinn a few times? Didn't you almost go down on her too? Alrighty then, next. As one of my friends, y'all know Jay. He he probably would say that too. Yeah, like, I know next. Jay. 
but, I wanted to see but, what I wanted yes. to see in your laugh. I, this would have been perfect. I know a lot of people, you know, don't get me wrong, whether they love or hate Quinn, that's one thing. But I know that on the on the show, there's a lot of characters on there that they just can't stand. They they don't they don't like Quinn, and that's fine. But I would have loved to see Katie side with Quinn for once and say, you know what? You all need to sit down because you've all cheated on each other for years. And you know what I would have told Katie? I would have been the one. I'd be like, Katie, so you're going to side with Quinn, huh? I mean, is that enough blood with her son? Uh-huh. I said, let's not forget oh that you God. and Wyatt had a thing. No, because let's I'm sorry. At that point, oh at that point Anthony Corona would have to <laughs> drop in with a parachute and go, uh, Katie, ain't you the one that gave your husband to your sister and then wanted to kill him? And, 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 and not only that, I would be like and this. And then take him back. No, I'd be like this. Hey, Katie. Oh, my God. Guess who oh my I God. said Owen called. I'm like, Katie, Owen called and so did Bridget. And right. I'd be like, and I'd be walking yep. out Dramatically, yep. I'll be doing a dramatic walk. Like, so don't go to Katie. Don't be Steffi come don't in. Oh, Steffi come in. I have a baby. Oh. Wait a minute. The <laughs> only person that really cannot get blamed for nothing was Carter. To be completely honest, Carter is the only non-hypocritical person because exactly. he's never, he never he's done the this. Like, that, he's the yeah, innocent he's, guy, he's really. Innocent. But at the same yeah. time, I mean, look, the thing is, and, you know, I always, I, I, you know, defend Carter on this. But the thing is, yeah, we got to remember Carter's dating history here is that, mm-hmm. you know, with Maya, that didn't work out. And then, you know, with Zoe, really, it's only been, it's only been like two women. I mean, of course, we could have had Steffi, but that's a different story for another day. Anyway, but, um, but with Quinn, I mean, it, it was something interesting because, again, Carter, you know, when Ridge just said, oh, this is not like you, that, it, you know, this is, or, or Ridge, or, I think it was Eric maybe who said, and I just kept saying, oh, yes, where is this coming from? And I know people are say, you know, be shocked when I say this, but y'all don't say this to Liam. You don't say this to, to Wyatt. Well, no, Wyatt kind of, no. well, Wyatt did do it. You don't Wyatt say it to each well. other. You don't say it to Rich. You don't say it to, to Eric. Eric, you don't say it to Rich. So I Eric, don't understand. Like no, Eric does say it to Rich. Eric has said it to Rich multiple times back in the day. He said one time, but he didn't say it. But he hasn't like like to me. It's like okay, if you're going to be mad at somebody, go upstairs mm-hmm. or go look at the mirror before exactly. you say something. Think, yeah. think about what you but what you did now. Like with Brooke, here's the thing. You're right. Brooke has, yeah. Brooke has every reason. To, first of all, she, she has reasons to not like Quinn. Keep in mind, Quinn right. kind of sabotaged right. her to go back to drinking. One. Yeah. Two, there's some things that Quinn also made Hope lose her baby. So there are some things on a personal level that Brooke and cannot stand Quinn. However, again, Brooke. Have you or have you not had a little fling fling on the side while you were in love with somebody? Like to me, yep. you know what? They uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, Brooke. Have you not been with the father, both sons of the cousins? Son. Come on now, come on now. Oh, don't get wait. Don't forget the son of your husband. Don't forget the son of your husband. Oh, oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. The, the funky berries on the island. That's right. And 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 uh, and yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the, and the true thing, love your I'm daughters. excited to share this with you. 
<laughs> I'm excited to do this with you. For the Quinn lovers, you're going to enjoy this because I certainly do. Get ready because one of the teasers found out is that Quinn pulls a page out of Sheila, Sheila Carter's book and she goes after she goes after Brooke in a major way. Oh, Quinn, you know you ain't going to win this, right? Um, my heart goes out to you, honey. You know, I'm, I hate this because I love Raina Sofa, and there's no way that General Hospital will bring her back as Lois. Um, but I, I, I kind of think that the Quinn character needs a long vacation. I don't necessarily want to see her killed off, but no, no, I, just I like a brief. Needs... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Put her off for just like three months to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Along yeah, wherever they put them in the middle. Fine. Yeah. yeah, whatever he puts in day. <laughs> no, because, but you I know mean, what? Speaking of I'm... Lois, David. Speaking of Lois, that would be kind of cool if she popped up in Port Charles and say, "Oh, hi, I'm, I missed you, Brooklyn. I'm here." Okay. Here's okay. If they were to do that, no offense to Lois and that, I can only take Lois for like a certain amount of time. Because oh, to yeah, me, I, I Olivia, Olivia is Lewis, Lewisness, and I think she has some of the problems. I, I mean, taking Quinn off for a few to give her reju- rejuvenated and have her come up with a plan and come back at any given time, I would love right. it. I still yeah, think I so. love that much better really, than her going yeah, full Sheila Carter. Half of me really wish, damn it, Brad, I really kind of wish they would have had Quinn related to Sheila. Like, I really wish they would have had Quinn be like the little sister of Sheila, where Sheila yes. Sheila's yes. and everything yes. could rub off on Quinn. I really was, wish that would have, yes. because that would have been the story. That would have been great. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been like, wait a minute, Quinn has a sister. Yeah. Like, I don't know if there's mm-hmm. ever been a job. And then we or find Quinn out. Or Quinn could buy the El Giardino restaurant. You didn't have to say that. I don't know if anybody's seen the Bold and Beautiful interviews that Australian Channel 10 has been posted on Facebook, but their last one was I about saw. villains. And Kimberly was, was on there. And they asked her the question, will yeah. Sheila come back? Never say never. I wouldn't look at this point, Quinn. You're right. Pull Sheila Carter. Get Sheila Carter. How about that? Go and find Sheila. She could be somewhere in Mexico, Canada, Hawaii. Get her to help you get rid of Brooke. Because in all honesty, Sheila and Brooke's history, that right there, my friends, is something to be watched. Yeah. Oh yes, my God! Yes, You're yes. making me crack up right now. Can you imagine the scene when when that happens? Because you know how much Sheila hates Brooke, and she's gonna go ballistic, knowing that Quinn needs her help to deal with Brooke. Oh my God! It's gonna be a nuclear meltdown off of Sheila Carter. Not even that. But I'm gonna give you one even better. All she has to do is say Eric Forrester, and see that's see that's where the game will play because Sheila is obsessed yep. with Eric. So you know, oh, yeah, that. I love that. And I love like that about Quinn, Sheila. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like Quinn. Okay, Quinn goes to Sheila. We're just making this up as we go here. <laughs> I mean, yeah. then we're gonna move on to another stuff because I know everybody's like, that is, that is. <laughs> to have Quinn go to Sheila to try to get rid of Brooke. Okay, Sheila would definitely do that. But then on top of that, Sheila in her back of mind is like, okay, so you're the one who hurt Eric. I'm gonna okay. get you out right now so I get rid of Brooke. Uh huh. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll I get like rid that. of Brooke, but after I get rid of Brooke, you're gone. You're the next one that's going to be gone, Quinn. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, ah. I just got oh, excited. Boy. Got goosebumps. <coughs> All got right. Fun. So we want to so, do the Emmy, so let's hop over to Young and the Restless. Young and the Restless. I'm about to put them in to the judge. Candace, you put yours in the lockbox. I, I blew my lockbox up. I'm about to I'm about to hand them into the judge. I have, my, the I have my, my Young and the Rossless papers next, like, on the oh table. Oh, my God. And, I've, and got to, I've, I've got to say this. Okay. For Young and the Restless, you know how I feel about this Abby baby storyline. I really don't care for it. But I do enjoy that Stitch is right there in the middle, and it's so awkward. They're all looking at each other because he's over there trying to flirt with Abby, knowing that she's married. And he's over there flirting with her in the living room. And they're all looking at each other. And Devon and Mariah are asking Abby, Abby, you're not going to go with him somewhere, are you? Like, go, I think go get lunch or something. She's why? It's just lunch. And the way they look at each other, they act like, like it's like a, a weird, uh, awkward teenage moment where they've got to give sense to Abby. Like, Abby, do you forget you're a married woman? You know, it's kind of so awkward, it's weird. Oh. There is okay. a reason uh-huh. Stitch is there, and I can't pinpoint it. I if, if he if he's the one that Chance is investigating, could that be a possibility? Yeah, I heard him. Oh, I heard about that. I heard that Stitch is going to be around for a little bit. Okay. Um, but I think nice they're kind of like nice. pushing it. I think they're pushing it in their own way because since they're they don't have Chance nice. around. They're going to push Abby. I think they might push Abby. This is my prediction. I think they'll probably push Abby with, with Stitch for a little bit. And maybe while she gets close, then she finds out the truth that, that he's, the chance is probably investigating him. I bet you that's where they're going to go with it. Candace? Can I be honest? I'm going to be yeah. honest. This is – I had hot – okay. <clears throat> Get it right, Candace. We know that chance isn't there. I was giving hope. I was giving some. I was. I was actually hoping that the writers would steer away from this this baby storyline. <laughs> to me, I feel so. This is one of the storylines where they're just throwing everything, trying to see if it sticks. I love seeing like the Happy Hogan, like miss, the JC storyline. Yeah. Well, not well, not all of it. Because here's the thing. I miss Stitch. I will say this. Out of Abby's, all of Abby's boyfriends, I did like Abby and Stitch. I I, I really did like Stitch on the show. For him to kind of be in the storyline right now, I'm kind of confused um, because I think there was a lot of speculations of could he be Tara's brother or something towards Tara, and I'm like, right. we're not propping yeah. Tara up right now. Like, Fans this is not the time that, to do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. I feel as though there is a reason for Stitch to be there. I just don't know what it is. Um, the Devon Mar- <sighs> I'm, 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 look, I, this is a hard one because I thought they were going to totally go somewhere else, but then again, they're not unless, and I'm sorry, I, me personally, I don't see that baby making it. I I said that from jump. I really don't think oh, that baby is going yeah. to make I, it. I don't see it either. That's why I didn't even um, want the storyline to happen. No. And this and is why I'm kind of... And if that's the reason Stitch is there to pick up the pieces when the baby doesn't make it, I'm all on board with it. I, I'm actually on board yeah. with that storyline. 
I mean, I mean, yeah. it's going to be sad because this is the second child that Abby will, will lose. But at the same time, I don't see, unless they do a whole different paternity switch up, which I'm going to be like, really, we really are doing this. Um, I just don't, um, I can't get behind this story. Like, I can't get behind the Amanda Mama story, daddy story anymore. I'm kind of over it. Okay, I can get behind it for two things. If the baby actually dies or if we find out that it was never Abby's, uh, you know, that it's the wrong surrogacy. You know what I'm I'm not saying it right, but you know but what I mean. That me, it's not but a, to me, I'm... I, I, w- I would get, but see, I'm, I'm at this point where I'm just like, I wish there was no baby. And the reason I say that is because, all right, because at first I was like, okay, maybe Abby would change. Like, to me, the real story would have been if Abby changed her mind after Mariah was inseminated, you know, inseminated and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, Because now that Abby's out of it, because there was a lot of legal talk, you know, from Brittany to Amanda to, to, mm-hmm. to Cricket and all of them telling them about it. So if Abby drops out and Mariah is, quote, unquote, stuck, the story would be more Mariah and Tessa dealing with this, as well as Devon and how Devon would feel now. Like, I feel as though they could have took Abby out. Because that and actually, I'm going to be honest I with you. I would go with I know, that, like, too, yeah. Yeah. I just feel as though they missed the ball with telling a real um, a story to the point where it would have been, like, people would have been talking about it. Like, people were like, oh, my God, the, the biological mother decided not to um, go there, um, you know, complete this pregnancy, and now we already got Mariah. She's pregnant. So what do we do? Is she going to abort the baby? Devon's input. What is Devon going to feel about? Like, I felt as though that story, that you talked about a William J. Bell story, that, my friend, is a William J. Bell story because you would have to, you as a viewer would have to figure out, like, how would you deal with this? What, you know, whose side are you on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just feel as though I've got a question. Like, and I could, oh. mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. I've, I've got a quick question for the group, and this is also Young and Restless related. How are we feeling, and, and it's okay to be real, how are we feeling about this whole Amanda storyline, supposed about her dad being murdered and all this stuff? Do we still, are we still on it, or are you ready to check out? Because no, I love this. I'm not. I, I adore Amanda. I lost it. I adore Amanda, but honestly, I'm over it. I'm over the story, because the twist that they said we were supposed to get, I remember, I think JG hinted about a twist in this storyline, like, weeks or months ago. And the only twist I could think was that maybe the father was alive. Because they seem so secret about it, like maybe son has them alive somewhere, like a prisoner or something. But the way it's going, there's so many different takes on it. It's like I'm over it already. I just want a trial. I think that's where the money is on a trial, and it's all been filler for me. For me, I can't speak for anyone else. But I'm just done with it. The way it's going, I don't even think we're gonna have a trial. I think something's going to happen where somebody's going to find out something and finally just end it. I'm going to be honest. Candace, how are you feeling about Amanda? The the only good thing is Amanda finally got a story after me complaining about it for almost two years solid. Um, Another good thing is that we got the mom and the the sister. I'm going to keep them if we could, but to me the storyline, my thing, okay, First and foremost, you put Newman Enterprises. So that means Victor knew the father. Okay. 
Um, then you have this whole, like, the father has, you know, gave up. To me, why couldn't you tie it to a character that some fans probably knew, like Phil Morse's character, Lamona, or somebody Jackson from the 80s? You would have done a perfectly yeah. good job with that. Um, but that would have been too much. Um, I just feel as though this story is, I don't, to be honest, I don't care anymore. I do have and a if they do, And if they do mm-hmm. say, and I'm going to tell you the truth, if they do say the father is alive, I'm going to be like, then what was all this for? I think that's probably, maybe it's just the writers, maybe they stopped caring about writing the storyline specific. But the way I pick up on it, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens, that the daddy's alive and maybe son somehow hated him for years. And he probably is like a prisoner, kind of like it's the fair I'm going to tell you how they're going to write this. And, and, I'll, bet, and I'll actually bet, my, I will bet a dollar right now. This is what they're going to say. Victor knew that the father was still alive. There you go. There you go. Victor mm. knew that the father was alive the whole time. And because he didn't want, because he was in trouble, that Victor paid off some people to make it, I can totally see them spinning it to where Victor plays a bigger part in this. I've got a, but I've got me, a quick little teaser for you for the young and the rest of this. For the Kyle and Summer fans, it's going to be mm. um, like a roller coaster mm. sort of, but not as big. Kyle will find out the truth about what Harrison's true identity of whether he's a daddy or not. But at the same mm-hmm. time, Carol. Terry is going to be blindsided, and she will be betrayed by someone she doesn't expect. Go ahead, Theo. Go ahead, Theo. Come on home, Theo. Come on home, buddy. Am I back? You're back. All right, awesome. Yeah. I put you back. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I I said from day one, I think that's Theo's kid. Um, Because to me, and and the sad part is, okay, I'm pretty sure we all heard the news that allegedly, I'm going to say it like that, that Hunter King and Michael Malone, you know, Blake, Kyle Summer are both out because of contract. I'm going to be honest with you. Young, Sony, CBS, you know what? We ain't doing this right now because this is the middle of the story. Is that true, Candace? Um, is, he, is he out? Because the last time I thought he was supposed to sign off for like a, con- or was it two-year contract? Did they not agree to that or what happened? Not all contracts stay, stay for two years. Like within con- people go for not contract negotiations all the time. And no, no, I know. Sadly, but does that mean their contract the was up this year? Yeah, their contract okay. was up this year. So they're not renewing them then. He is leaving. There, well, there was we contract don't. negotiations, and right now it's like at a, at a, at a like a, a, a set, like it's, there's a pause right now. Okay, now I got to. So that's why you saw Hunter. That's why you me. saw Summer go off to Italy. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. And so, you know, with mm-hmm. with Michael, it won't be long. I mean, I'm pretty sure it won't be long until unless, you know, the head is above, you know, so Jesus says, hey, we got some money, let's ching, ching, ching. But the thing is, is that with this whole Summer and Kyle thing, like, again, in the middle of the story, I it's getting interesting, but with that whole who the daddy, look, Kyle ain't no daddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'll be honest, this is another story that I actually did did enjoy with Summer's insecurities kind of like, right. and, and look, we anybody who's been following Summer, you know that this was probably going to happen in her life where she is going to feel like 
something is better than her. Because look at look at her up look at who her parents are. Like look at that whole triangle situation there. And the thing is is that she knows that a child can never beat somebody else. She knows that because she was that child, you know. Um yeah. But okay. with this story, like with with Tara, look, Tara, girl, God, nice knowing you. You going down, boo boo. You going down. Well, thanks, Sally. Okay, so I've got two questions. I think Sally's gonna be the person. <laughs> I've got two. I've got two questions for you. Number one, if if he is leaving with Summer, does that mean they're not gonna recast Kyle? Does that mean they're just gonna go ahead and write him out? Well, I think what it's gonna be is Hunter's already off. Yeah, I heard Summer's that already in Italy, and then you're gonna have Kyle probably follow suit. If they do, here's the thing. If they can find a, I'm going to be honest. I know everybody says everybody can be recast, but in, right now I do want to see the the actors continue playing the role until, like you know, like. And I understand Hunter. Hunter is doing other projects. She she did book a pilot before Corona, but because of Corona right. she couldn't do it. That's why you know. Mm-hmm. I do want right. the continuation of the story. And if they do have to recast, then yeah, sadly. But I'm, but I, but if they can like save it and they can, you know, have Hunter and and Michael to still play the characters for a little bit longer, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. The way they're writing Kyle, I'm gonna be honest, because I saw people saying, "Oh, it's so out of character." I was like, "No, it's not. That's an Abbott no, right there. Kyle That's is acting Abbott like this yeah, and right. that yeah. all day, every day." But this character, look. Yeah, I know. We, okay, well, my second question. Right my second quick question. Right quick question okay. Real fast is, um, this comes from a fan question from um, Rachel Lee. She's on Twitter, and she asked if we know anything about Michelle Stafford. Is she also doing negotiations on a contract, saying, or is she? She, she, she already said that. She said she ain't going nowhere. Okay. She, she, she posted that on Instagram okay. real quick. Okay, I missed yep. it, but thank you so much for clarifying. Yep, nope. the staff let us know she ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she's thank like, you. She's thank like, you. hell to the now. I ain't going nowhere. So. All right, thank you, Candace. Okay. So, to the Emmy. Carolyn, are you still there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Okay, you got your paper? Yeah. So nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous if I won, if I won, if I won a best a lead actress, category, you know, supporting for Danielle Fraser forever and day. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> yeah, I think we st- we started with um, supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Supporting actress. Lead actress. That's my notes here. Where do you want to, where do you want to start? Um, do you want to start with the lead actress? We can do lead. Show sure. off, Jacqueline. We can do lead actress. Okay. <clears throat> um, I know I got Jacqueline. Wo- Jacqueline Woods. Yep. And um, Melba Egan. Melissa Claire. Melissa Claire. Melissa Claire Egan. Yeah. And who won? Jacqueline, Jacqueline. Woods. Jacqueline oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. That was your that was your pick. So, number one. <laughs> that, no, I, wait. Who did I pick? Who? I think that. Wait, I picked Missy. You know. You <laughs> picked Missy, Candace. Yeah. yeah. I said it would yeah. probably be Jackie, but I I thought it should go to uh, Jenny Francis. 
Yeah, that's what well, I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Who did I pick? I forget. The... I forget which one I picked. Fiona, Fiona, Fiona Hughes. Okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, no, okay, okay, go ahead. No, those were those were that was the that was the pick. All right. Okay. Now, <laughs> a lead actor. <laughs> lead actor went to Maurice Bernard as Sunny on Maurice. General Hospital. Okay. Really? And he was up okay. against. Yeah. I knew I said. I, I knew I said Dave. Yeah. 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 Molly Kurt. Kurt. James Patrick uh-huh. Stewart. Thorsten K. Thorsten. So yeah, I, I had said. I had said that Wally would get it. Um, yes. Yes. My, my second runner-up was Maurice. Maurice. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I, I said James Patrick Stewart. So, James was one of my mm-hmm. choices too, I believe. Yeah. When I forgot who my I went between Maurice and James, I think. I I think I did say James, but I said I think I think Maurice probably going to get it, and I said Wally was my third. Wally is my first. Um, Maurice was my second. Mm-hmm. So it's one out of two. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have guest appearance. Katie McLean. Katie McLean got it. I said, Bri- I said Brianna. Yeah. She was yeah. Katie. She was yeah. Brianna. Um, yeah. Kim Delaney. And, and uh, Orpheus. So the guy that plays Orpheus. Yeah. Yeah, George. Okay. Yeah. But Katie McLean got it, correct? Yeah. Yep, and made did. history. It made history that okay. night. Yep, she's three networks. Three networks. Yup. Okay, guys, you got two out of three. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, drama series. <laughs> you know, GH one it. We all G-H1. said G one. Yeah, yeah, y'all said G one. All right, congratulations, Joe. So you totally, totally deserved it. Okay, we got we're bat you know, we're batting a thousand here, girl guys. Um do 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 supporting supporting actors. Mm-hmm. We have, I think I said I think I said Marla. I think I did. Yeah, Marla. Yeah. Brianna supporting actress. Yeah. Um I said the Toria Conifeld with Marla as my second. <laughs> Yeah, but Victoria yeah, was but younger. Victoria, yeah, Victoria, yeah, Victoria was younger actress. Victoria was a younger. Yeah, a young actress. Oh, yeah. okay. Then, yeah. I think you then said who else Tamara. was it? I, I know said I said Marla was, Marla was my second. Yeah. Who were the other nominees? You had Brianna. Ron. Oh, oh right. Brianna, yeah. um, the one who played Jordan. The Brianna one who played Henry. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the Brooklyn one. Oh. Okay, well, the favorite huh? here with the wives was uh, Marla. So, yeah, okay. And, I, and she Marla made history Evans. that night, too. Huh. Go ahead, Marla. Yeah, all the time, all the time is swept the Emmy. No, all the time is got the Emmy. All the time is hmm. swept the Emmy. Look at it. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
support support it, support General it, Hospital for Drama Series and um and Marla Adams. Alzheimer's swept yeah. Emmy. But they didn't win for the Alzheimer's stores from General Hospital. <laughs> uh, supporting actor? Max Gale. That was Max Gale. Max Gale, yeah. I think well, we all said uh, that, right? I think I said yeah, you all did. Said right in it. Yeah. Yeah, you all did, so you were all, okay, so there we go. Number five, yeah. you've got it. We're right on target. Uh-huh. Okay, now, I don't understand this uh, with um, Victoria. Uh, because oh, Okay, so that was said, in the performer category. So basically... They merged the younger actor and younger actress category into one. Um, and I'm just going to say this. I know people have different opinions about it, but I'm going I'm to let everybody know now. Females are still dominating, and, yeah, okay, that's a different section of that. Anyway, so it was uh, the young man who played PJ, right? Sorry, uh, Kate, Kate, yeah, um, uh, shoot, I forgot her name. Willow. Oh God. Kate. 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 Kate, Kate. Uh, the girl from Lake Face. And oh, um, Victoria. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was it, and Victoria won. Yeah, and but I, I don't know. know. I see. I don't. Yeah, but I, I see. I don't understand. She's been on there since two thousand and seven. That's how many six, seven years. I, you know. Anyway, so yeah, but he's still, but he's still <laughs> under the age of twenty. So, so basically, this year, because next year the, the rules are going to change. I can give you this much info. This year, the younger category was from however you are to the eight. The cutoff is twenty-five. Oh, Victoria, okay. Victoria hits that mark of being under twenty-five years old. Now, next year she will not be able to submit because now the age limit will be up until twenty-one. Oh, <laughs> so some of these, so some of these people that are in the category now will probably be eligible for lead if they depend the, the, the whoever decides it can put them in lead or or supporting because now mm. the age for younger is going to be tw- the cutoff is twenty one. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yep. Now um, mm-hmm. you were uh, talking about. Uh, snubbing. <laughs> oh, we were. Yeah, let's touch on. Let yes, let's touch on that. <laughs> okay. So well, I don't know if I can. Must have been rumors. Well, well, I think the real quick. I think the big topic of the Emmys talk was the fact that Days of Our Lives was, in the word was used, yeah. snub for best writing. Uh, when in recent right. history, you know, we are down to four soaps. In case y'all didn't know, we're down to four soaps. Um, so the the controversy was that for years, all four soaps has been in drama and um, the series, writing, direct, you know, all that. So this was the first year in many that Days of Our Lives was not in writing. And a lot of people felt as though, that was wrong because they had great story all year round. Um, the writing material was good, but they just didn't understand why it was snubbed. There has been some urban legends out there, some 
theories out there. Um, but nobody officially has said anything. But fans are kind of split as to the reason for it. Um, and because of the Academy, because there's more females on that board, um, they felt as though there was, depending on what story was submitted, and some people feel as though the story, the, okay, I'm just going to say, the, the rumors is, is that the storyline that was submitted was Allie's rape. Oh, and and some people are speculating because of that that was blackballed from being voted through. Oh, and that's why okay. Dave did not get back writing. Hmm. I heard about that. that. I heard about that's that. Yeah. How do you feel reason. about that? Do you think that was right? Okay. We don't that. know. We do not know. That is unsubstantiated rumor. It, right. It is what, true. It's what the rumor is, is that the rumor is that was submitted. Like I just said, nobody officially has, like, Ron, um, Dick, nobody has said anything, and I don't think anybody will, but people are speculating mm-hmm. that because there's, there has got to be a reason. And, and look, here, what you are a fan of Dave Oz or not, the fact that this show, again, there's only four shows left. Why? Right. Wasn't four shows like it's always been four shows for directing, production, you know, set, makeup, all this stuff, and for this to be the one award that they weren't even a part of, like it just something doesn't add up. And no. you know, people add. Oh no, and, I agree. And again, I agree sad, yeah, sadly, we're not going to get. I don't think we're going to get an answer. So people are speculating what was, of course, of course. you know, um. You know, submit it because, like somebody said, they were up for best drama. And I'm going to tell you something real quick. Best drama when so break. I'm going to break it down for 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 those. Best drama is your whole package. It's the acting. It's the set. It's the production. It's the directing. It's the writing. It's the music. It's every all those individual awards you see through the night. Like best set design, best acting, best performance in hair and makeup. Because Lord knows some of y'all didn't deserve that award either. But I'm not saying that. <laughs> That's the truth. Because <laughs> some I'm sorry, but this is mine. I thought we were I going in that direction. Uh, wait, 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 it's not a dig at who won for best hair and makeup, but my mm-hmm. thing is y'all were home. Y'all was home for a whole year. So of course your hair and makeup would look on point. You did it yourself. I mean, just because you're a talk show <laughs> with four women, I'm not saying they no names, but I'm just saying, like, I could have won an Emmy for that. <sighs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to sing. I hear you. I just got to say, another... we were talking Go about ahead. snubs. Before we move on from that topic, there were two major snubs that I'm very upset about. I'm very upset that the mannequin was not put in for best supporting. <laughs> That's what I said. That's oh. what I said, too. That's what I said. Uh, I, said. And, I don't understand. And, and guess that, you know, guest character? The, the moss in Sunny and Carly's the moss. kitchen. The, the, the moss. Wait, Anthony, hold up. Wait, we got some casting news. Um, wait, Best this is casting news from General Hospital. The, real quick, the moss has been let go. 
Oh. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Contract, it's gonna show up on Days of Our Lives. I know it. Through. Yeah, not enough Candace, so we're gonna Candace, real quick, real quick. Where are we as far as um on the negotiations for the actress to play Amanda? Any updates on that? Nothing, nothing right now. Nothing. No, okay. no. Fans, info, were, I, fans are yeah. asking about that. Um, we didn't know if she's due for negotiating. I mean, I'm pretty sure pretty much everybody's probably gonna be up for a negotiation because some, some the cycles are coming up soon, but. Um, but yeah, 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 but the moss, the moss, you guys. Um, Who's and, replacing and, 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 the moss? Who's replacing um, it? Right Who's now, there's no, uh, there's no recast for the moss. Um, oh. But you will see the moss, but you will see the moss give an exclusive interview with Take Two um, coming up oh, in two yeah. weeks. So, you know, this is going to be, <laughs> tell your friends, y'all, like, I'm pretty sure he got, they, the moss got stories. The moss got stories. Yeah. We're going to we're gonna, oh, we're yeah. gonna try to get we're going to try the to get the story being replaced by two elephant okay. ears outside of the grill. Outtakes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. outtakes. Oh, God. Now, I have a scribbling note here. Sharon Kane, yeah. Lindsay Godfrey, and Stacey Hudak. Oh, yeah. For people now, with what, yeah. What were you discussing about that? Um, that's oh, the three of them to the the list. Yeah. So Sharon Kate did a cancer storyline. That should have, you know, typically that would have automatically put her into the, you know, the finalized nominee category. Um, but for me, the biggest of those three is Stacey Haddock. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you know, she did a, she did a phenomenal job with everything they gave her, and if she, you know, everything. I know exactly what 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 real I would have put in for her and, and the fact you know that she it was a snub. Um but Sharon Case too and, and that's consistent. They 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 just don't like to give her love. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay, so let me just say this. So Young and Russell shocked everybody on Emmy night and went for best writing. Um yeah. and yeah. tell them Tess. Tell them Candace. We learned something oh, new. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, well, we learned something, but I'm just going to say this. The reason that they went for bus riding was because of Sharon's breast cancer storyline. Therefore, Sharon Case yet again brought y'all an Emmy home. Thank you. Um, the other thing was is that now, <coughs> here's the thing. Young and Russell fans, y'all know we're like, we're like detectives, so I can honestly say this. So you might pay attention to the credits. I don't know if anybody else does. And y'all probably did see Amanda Bill. Okay, she is a writer. She's no longer there. <laughs> but no longer there. Thank her. No, so okay, so when you look at the credits, you don't see her. When we looked at her um in in that movie uh movie database, she she yeah. was there like for only a short time. But she was one of the writers credit to, you know, to Young and Rossless and whatnot. Here's, but again, I'm just gonna say Sharon Case to me, and and we do know she submitted it. Her, Rebecca Hurt, Lindsay Godfrey, mm-hmm. Lindsay Godfrey should have got something. Stacey Hyde, there's a lot of stuff, but I will say this for the men's side of it. Mark Grossman was the one who I, I thought was snub. Um, Robert Scott Wilson, I know a lot of people say well, I, I, have sure, yeah. certain, I, I certainly have a feeling for, for the characters of Bennett, but I don't. To me, he did amazing <laughs> acting. I will stick by for yeah. what I said, though. 
Um, I do think he should have been in the supporting role, the supporting, and supporting um, category. Um, and I know that, you know, he, he you know, did story all year, but sometimes it's sort of like Billy Flynn was the opposite of Billy Flynn. Billy put himself in the wrong wrong spot that year. Um, every year, I'm, and I'm going to be honest, I was surprised that they only did five, 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 because usually it's five, six, five, six, five, six, five, four. They they have a weird number, and I think a lot of people was snubbed. And I do say half of it, I blame, I can do too, because there was a shutdown. The cells were shut down for most of the year. And there was some talent, but what I do want to say is, and I think we all agree, is thank you to the daytime Emmys for still having a daytime Emmys and recognizing, Amen. you know, yes. people. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. But what, and what I know. You, I mean, what did, you, what did you all think of it? I mean, did you? I loved it. Did you I loved it. 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 I it was very blah. It, I, don't, I don't know. It was, yeah, it yeah. was nothing. Like, I felt like I was at an assembly at school, a school assembly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what, and, 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 and I think this, too, is that. Yeah, it didn't have the spark. You know what was the real issue? I mean, as fans, we as fans, we wanted it, but I think they dropped the, I think they dropped the ball. Well, no, I'm going to say. Just my opinion. Considering this. Considering this was the first year that, you know, again, after, you know, Corona, yeah. you know, this was the yeah. first, like, major event, like, people were actually touching, no mask and everything. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. If y'all would have paid me $50, yeah. if you would have paid us, including my friends, $50 to sit in the audience, we would have been way more better. Oh, sure, sure. No, it was very, very bland. I, no, I, you know, I thought they could have done a great issue. job. Yeah. That was, no, that was yeah. actually my issue with the audience. I felt as though, like, okay. <laughs> I thought they were great. Butter and cheese. Butter and cheese. Butter and cheese. I kept saying that. I was like, butter and cheese. Because you know how they cook. Or, like, the, the golf or the great coupon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, y'all know how I would have been. I would have been like, woo! Mm. Yeah! Like, representing. Yeah, just didn't yeah. seem very yeah. professional. And, very and not only that, but some of them did not show up. To and, and this is the biggest another thing: the fashion. Look, Joan Rivers, I miss you so much, but yeah. I want your spirit in me. There were some people, and I said this on social media. There were some people who showed up who understood this was a award show, and there were some people who just rolled out of bed and was like, "Here I am," like. Yeah. You know, Maurice Richard, uh, that to me was the highlight. I mean, he was just absolutely phenomenal. But other than that, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> the, the top three, the top five people that I said was my best dress, Victoria Colfax. Look, that girl, that that dress, that's the split. Angelica, <laughs> Angelica Jolie, who? Because homegirl was giving me, she was giving me classic Hollywood. She was giving me boom, 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 blah, okay? I yeah. loved her look. Um, yeah. Brighton and Brit. Brighton, James, and Brittany. What? That was king and queen. That was not even prom. That was king and queen. Jack K. Harry. <laughs> Jack K., yeah. Not everybody's king. Robert Scott. 
And Robert, you know, it's funny because I saw somebody said Robert was not best dressed. To me, he was dressed appropriate for his age. Yeah. He didn't have to do yeah. the whole button down tie thing. I mean, no, some people no. did it, but he was just, he's robbed. That was chillax. Like, he wasn't yeah. all chillax. He still, he still understood the dress code. Um, Darnell Turner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, what they need to do next year, daytime Emmys, listen, because you're going to still have it on CBS. I need for it to be like a fashion review show. And like have all of us on the <laughs> Like the old days. Yeah. Like the old days. Mm-hmm. Like the old days, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was disappointed. I really I really was. I thought coming out of COVID I felt as though I felt as though they were hold they were they were afraid I won't I don't wanna say afraid. I just don't wanna say that. I think they was just lacking. You know, yep. shout out to Cheryl Underwood. I know she. You know, I was surprised because I felt like Cheryl okay, because right. she's wait, a big day. But we're leaving. We're leaving something out though, guys. When all of this yeah. was in the planning stages, California had two severe spikes in the last couple of months. So you know, I don't think. I think behind the scenes, it was a day to day. You know, how are we going to be able to do this? And then they finally settled on a format. Yeah, I'm, Candace, I love what you said. It was like a it was like a school assembly. But I think behind behind the scenes, they were going back and forth and back and forth, and they finally had to just pick what they could do the best. And, and next year, they're gonna blow it. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like yeah, it was like thrown yeah. together. And I, the MC, the MC, I don't know why she was the MC because I don't know she was bland as well. It was just, like you're watching going CBS. This. this is CBS. Yes, I know this is CBS. This is CBS. Yeah. I felt like she was going to say, this is CNN. This is, this. Yeah. I was like, okay. I, and, 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 okay, I'm going to actually be honest about something else, too. All right, CBS, I'm so used to this that I also noticed it was not, where was y'all promo for Bold and Young and the Rockless and for your daytime lineup? Because I'm so right. used to y'all doing that, doing the Emmys, especially since it's on your network. I was like, wait a minute, what's going yeah. on here? I mean, again, like I said, they this could, is the first, you know. <laughs> they could have pulled Like, they could have, like, to me, he I missed, you know, look, 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 I mean, afterwards y'all did it. But the fact is, is that I love, I, I real quick, I love the speeches. I love Marla Adams' speech when she was like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And I was like, yo, this is, first of all, 89, well, let me see, 82 years yes. old, I believe, 82 years old. She was the oldest recipient of the daytime Emmy. Um, and I just love her. her. A, a I was just so hyped for her that she won, that yeah. this was like, and it was her first Emmy, which proves something real quick before we wrap up. And make sure you guys yep. take a listen to us um, on our previous uh, episodes and follow us on Take Two Radio, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, we got We're a minute anywhere. and a half. But <laughs> just remember, you're never too old and never too young to do anything. If you have something in mind, go for it. Accomplish it because, honey, That's you right. are going to get a That's payoff. Right. And you guys were fantastic because you were on the mark. I think you uh, you you were <laughs> what number one out of what six out of seven. So you did real good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, 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 we did real good, but it's kind of sad because there was a lot of politics that came that went into the decisions that we made for our you know for our final answers. Yep. Rather yeah. than you know des- best deserved versus what politics would give us. So I, yeah, I think it's a 50-50 on that. Yeah. But I think we got to see it, guys. We don't have much time. 
Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Stay safe, everybody. Stay safe. Thank you. Stay safe. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.